Welcome to the Smart Connection Podcast. My name is Kyle Sargent, and I'm a warm life facilitator for the Smart Center at the University of Memphis. The University of Memphis School of Social Work Smart Research Training and Treatment Center aims to provide evidence-based interventions for school-based mental health programming, increase access for school-based behavioral health programming in underserved areas, offer training on best practices in telebehavioral health, develop opportunities to research the use of technology in practice, and provide direct services to the state's most vulnerable population. You can call the Smart Center at 901-678-1636. Today, I will discuss verbal de-escalation. Conflict is a common element to being alive, but there are many situations that can be alleviated with the utilization of verbal de-escalation techniques. Before we discuss any of these techniques, let's try to gain a better understanding of what verbal de-escalation is. Verbal de-escalation is the process of calming a potential crisis with an individual using supportive listening and interactions. The intent of verbal de-escalation is to prevent a situation that can result in bodily harm to either party in a disagreement. It should not be believed that by using verbal de-escalation, an individual will be able to diffuse any situation. Verbal de-escalation will not teach you how to handle hostage situations, how to break up a fight, or even how to deal with an individual that is regularly out of control or violent. Most importantly, verbal de-escalation should only be used when you're actively out of danger. If a situation has turned violent, it is good practice to call the police. One of the most important skills to develop when trying to learn about verbal de-escalation is recognizing the signs of escalated behavior. Knowing when an individual in a situation is showing signs of escalated behavior makes it easier to know when to use verbal de-escalation. One sign is irritability. This can include arguing, bothering others, and making threats or trying to intimidate. If you are disagreeing with a child, whining or crying can be a sign of escalated behavior. The destruction of property is another sign of escalated behavior, but as stated previously, your safety is more important than trying to de-escalate a situation. Escalated behavior tends not to happen suddenly. In most cases, an individual is at first calm until there is a trigger that irritates them. This irritation becomes more pronounced as they dwell more on the trigger until the irritation peaks. Once an individual has peaked, they slowly begin to de-escalate themselves. Once an individual is fully de-escalated, they return to a sense of peace. The intent of verbal de-escalation is to bypass the point of accelerated irritation by performing de-escalation early. If an individual is displaying escalated behavior, it is good practice to present yourself as non-threatening as you can. It is common for people to shout back at someone when they are being shouted at. This is the opposite of what you should do. Most people will become more aggressive when they are being shouted at, including people that are presently shouting. Keeping your voice soft and calm commonly results in the individual that was shouting to reflect your vocal volume. It is also recommended to pay attention to your tone, rate of speech, and inflections. These can all accelerate the irritation that individuals were feeling from the trigger. You do not want to corner or make the individual you're speaking with feel cornered. It is good practice to respect the personal space of the person you're speaking with so that neither individual feels like they are trapped. Invading someone's personal space includes touching or grabbing them. This can also It can also be a good tip to keep your hands constantly visible to the other person. This allows them to know you are not trying to hurt them. Body language is part in verbal de-escalation than commonly believed. 
if you are telling someone that you are not going to hurt them, but your hands are balled up, the individual will believe more strongly that you will hurt them, even though you say you will not. Negative body behavior would be finger pointing, rolling your eyes when the other person is talking, clenching your jaw. All of these show that you do not actually want to hear what the other person is saying. The most important skill to verbal de-escalation is listening. The main three listening skills that are utilized when practicing verbal de-escalation is attending, where you give the other person your attention, following, where you engage with the person speaking by maintaining eye contact while also using uninvasive gestures and reflecting, where you paraphrase what the other person is saying to empathize with the other person. Thank you for listening to the Smart Connection Podcast. If you need any resources or services from the Smart Center, contact us at 901-678-1636.